Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. All right. Ryan, I forgot to tell you this on the last episode. What happened? Be be aware, bro. Do if there's any when you go to the gym, if there's any women doing any exercises, don't even look, don't even come in the vicinity or you might be caught. You might get caught up on one of those viral tweets. Oh, I don't care. They can catch me. I'm looking. What you talking about? <laughs> I don't care. I'm looking. I'm shooting shots. I don't care. They be looking at me too. It's all good. I'm, hey, uh, players play. I'm a real player. Oh, Lord. Wait, have you seen... Them, a lot of them are mad now because guys ain't going, like, to help them out. Like, they're struggling and, like, they get stuck and they're like, why Why isn't anybody spotting me? It's like, well, yeah, you put everybody fucking on the internet that tries to help you and make them seem like creepers. Right. If you're going to get mad, then don't get mad whenever somebody uh trying to not trying to help you out because we're not paying attention to you no more. Yeah, I feel I feel like everybody see I can imagine. I mean, I don't really go to the gym, obviously, but I can imagine at the gym now a girl pulls a phone out, all the guys is like, man, screw this. All right, I'm going over there. Like I'm not even trying to like relatively get caught up in the in the friend that's going on. But Orion doesn't care. Orion doesn't I don't care, even obviously. Be thinking about it to be honest. If she if she got a camera up, I mean I'd be having my camera up in the gym too. So you know what I'm saying? If I catch somebody, I'll, I, honestly, I'll pull up. I'll be like, I saw you looking at me. What's up? If she look good. And if she catch me looking, I was looking like I'm a human being. Like, what, what you want me to do? You want me to not look at the cake that I see? I'm, I'm going to look. <laughs> Putting it out there on display, man. man what I, do you expect I, me to do? On God. I, you know what you want. Looking. We all in there to get better. We, most of us in there look good. You want me to close my eyes? Just window <laughs> no. shopping. Just window shopping. For, for real. I guess there's a difference between uh, looking and "quote unquote" creeping. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna be staring or nothing. I'm not gonna be like, "Oh my god, she's <laughs> she's oh dude, she's gorgeous." Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna be doing none of that. I'm too. I'm too playing, too experienced out here to do all that. Damn. Like, I, I know the game. I remember you. I, you I was gonna say Go I remember you went on the little TikTok for a while, a while back of just like straight like, hey bro, I'll play Orion, <laughs> right? If you gonna mac on a girl at the gym, this is how you do it. Stay tuned <laughs> for part two tomorrow. It's simple. It's really simple. It's easy. Some people be uh, nervous and making it more than what it is, bro. It, you you can read the energy quick if she if she fuck with you she fuck with you you'll see it very quickly if she don't she don't you'll see it very quickly and shoot or shoot you got to cast a wide net because it's a numbers game damn bro i need i need to see your stat sheet man because the way you've been talking man is you got a dynasty going on over there the, the stats looking good but, but to be honest y'all i know the game but like i don't be i don't be entertaining too many i'm real picky so i don't be entertaining too much but like i know how it goes mm. I, i'm a veteran i'm i'm a hall of famer i i know i know what's going on <laughs> i was first ballot first MVP. ballot huh? <laughs> all that 
Oh my god. Uh two fans. We got the fan bam. Orion. Team Rudo. Team Rudo. Team Rudo. Yeah, you already know. You already know. Um Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited to have y'all on. I mean, Orion. Thank you for filling in while uh, Alex has been gone. T-Mill, I'm excited because, you know, we actually get to talk a little bit about some good, good Houston news and not the sad, right. depressing <sighs> misery that has been all things Houston for the most part the past. Me and you both, man. So um, I actually want to get started on I just want to get your quick takes real quick um, on just the whole the Texans D'Amico Ryan's, what your thoughts of that are, and what is the offensive coordinator? What is that looking like? What's the what are what are you hearing from your you know you're like the Adam Schefter of Houston news, so uh, you know Tyler Schefter reporting. <laughs> it's funny because I don't know if y'all saw uh, Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter having that uh, insider off when they're reporting yeah. uh, the the Sean Payton Broncos stuff. That was pretty funny. That's uh, yeah, that doesn't uh, happen often. It really doesn't. And uh, you know, Ian Rappaport always comes on Pat McAfee. I was really hoping for him to be like, "Nah, man, fuck Adam Schefter. This is how it went, man. This is how it really went. My sources are better than his." But he was just like, "I just, I just report what I hear," and I'm like, "Oh man, he backing <laughs> down from this insider off." But uh, T-Mill, you know, what's up, D'Amico Ryan's offensive coordinator? What, what's the status right now? How are we feeling? Yeah, I mean, like you said, dude, it's it's a very welcoming feeling because there hasn't been a lot of it for really the last three years, if not more. There hasn't been a lot of times where if you're a Texans fan, something happens, some headline hits the news where you go, yes, that that's us. That's my squad. That, that doesn't happen a lot, or at least it hasn't, but it did um, because they nailed it. They nailed it. They They couldn't have made a better hire. Then D'Amico Ryans, you're talking about a former player, obviously, for the Houston Texans, drafted by the Texans, was a great player when he was here for the Texans. And then you're also talking about the guy who's like shot himself up through the ranks as far as coaching for a football team and, and not only shot up through the ranks, but did so in a way that was uh, very impressive. I mean, you're talking about the guy, D'Amico Ryans, who led the number one defense in the NFL this past year as a defensive coordinator. And when you hear him talk, it's nothing short of all the good things you hear. Plus more, the guy is no David Cully. D'Amico Rines is going to be in front of the microphone and he's always going to sound like a head coach because I think he's been prepared to become a head coach. So it's, it's nice. It's very nice. I'm still kind of riding the high from last week with the introductory press conference with D'Amico Rines at NRG stadium, because we got to witness what a head coach should sound like. And for the first time in a long time, it does seem like the Texans are on the right path. Finally. Now they just got to stay there and continue making good decisions. And where are we looking like uh offensive coordinator? Oh, yeah. OC. see. So, so that's kind of, it's, it's been everything with the, the search for OC and what the Texans are doing has definitely been much quieter than uh, you would expect for like a head coaching search. But at this point, if I had to guess, it looks like all all signs to this point at least are pointing right at Bobby Slowick. He's the uh, passing game coordinator that was in San Francisco with D'Amico for the 49ers. He's uh, well-respected in small circles around the league. 
Um, it's been known for kind of like it was with D'Amico that, that this guy's an up and comer. Um, and he's been coordinating the passing game for the 49ers. And if I had to guess right now, if I'm putting money on it, I think it'll end up being uh, Bobby Slowick. He interviewed with the Texans um, back on February 1st last week. So we'll see, but nothing definitive. A few candidates, but I think it's going to be ultimately it'll be Bobby Slowick coming over from San Fran along with D'Amico. Man, uh, eventually we're going to be, we're going to have to talk about this Shanahan coaching tree. I mean, He's just, I feel like he's just really getting started. We already got Robert Sala, now D'Amico Ryans, Mike McDaniels, and, you know, Slowick hopefully coming um, to be offensive coordinator for the Texans. This Kyle Shanahan tree not looking too shabby, you know? Exactly, dude. And that's that's the thing. Like, I've been trying, I was telling people, but but a voice way more authoritative than me was was on our radio station, Sports Radio 610 today. And, like, I get the concern anytime you hire, like, D'Amico Ryan's, like, we all get it. Uh, he's, if you're going to label him, he is a, a defensive-minded guy. He played linebacker. He was a defensive coordinator. That That's fine and, and dandy, and we all get that. But, the concern when you hire a defensive coordinator is like, okay, well, what the heck are they going to do with the offense? What's going to go on with this offense? This is, this is Lovey Smith. This is the defensive-minded guy who's is he going to be a minimalist on offense? Well, with D'Amico Ryans and where he came from, like you just said, Canoli, is like under Shanahan, there is one thing that is certain, and he has all his guys. If you're on a Shanahan staff, you're not just like a defensive specialist. And Gary Kubiak came on 610 this morning and said as much. He said, for those concerned about D'Amico Ryans and the offense for the Houston Texans, like you got to understand that Shanahan has his guys. Like he he has D'Amico Ryans being well-versed each week on what he's thinking with an offense or what to expect. He's practicing against Shanahan's offense every week. So... The fact that he's coming from Shanahan, I don't care that he's a defensive mind. I mean, you got to make the right hire at coordinator, but I think Texans fans should should kind of relax a bit on that because the Shanahan tree is strong, to say the least. It's crazy how a guy that got to come back on 28-3 to three in the Super Bowl is uh, probably has the prime coaching tree going on right now. Um, I mean, I, I really don't know any any other coach off the top of my head right now this like this era of coaches that have that strong of a coaching tree going on i mean i can't i mean you got andy yeah strong roots uh andy reed still has spagnolo and b enemy over there and b enemy is a funny one because i figured by now he would have if you asked me a couple years ago i thought he would be a coach head coach by now mm-hmm. who knows on that one i mean i really don't know who else there is i mean does sean mcveigh have um you got bruce you got staley but you know over there in san diego i mean not san diego they're not san diego anymore la chargers well, i'm stuck yeah. in like 2016 um McVay's tree, if we are, if we're given a second place to like what Shanahan's developed underneath him, I, I, I think McVay's probably a strong second. He, I mean, I know Zach Taylor, the, the Bengals head coach, came from the McVay tree as well as LaFleur, but, um, and Brandon Staley. But, um, yeah, I, I guess if there's a second place, it's got to be McVay. Oh, and uh, other breaking news. Um, I think, Orion, I think on the last episode, we talked about, 
what's his name? The former offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, now the current offensive coordinator for the Chargers. Uh, what's his name? Why is it going? Kellen uh, Moore. Kellen Moore. Okay. So I guess the other day, freaking Cowboys hired, who was it, Brian Schottenheimer as their offensive coordinator? That's his name, Brian, right? I know it's Schottenheimer, but... Think, uh, yeah, I think that's that's accurate, sir. Um, but they did do that with the caveat that I guess uh, I guess old HC over there for the Cowboys is is gonna have play calling duties. Yeah, no. As as soon as my as soon as I needed a uh, some uh, facts to be looked up, Alejandro gets up to go get his takeout food. As soon <laughs> as I needed some info looked up, but it's funny. It's funny because somebody posted on Twitter some stats of uh brian schottenheimer in each stop he's had and it was i can't recite it off the top of my head but it was atrocious to say the least it was kind of like a a david cully thing like why are we hiring the wide receivers coach that had one of the worst wide receiver groups in the league kind of deal and i laugh because it's it's, that's just totally cowboys you know what i mean like that's just all right what what are your thoughts on the cowboys and i want to hear a non-biased uh we're good Oh, you know, I'm always non-biased. The Cowboys going to always be the Cowboys. <laughs> they always going to disappoint. They always going to come up short. And if they weren't going to come up short, it would have been this year that they could have did something, and they came up short. <laughs> there it was. Glory hole. <laughs> oh, man. They're, they are they're something else. They're something else, but we're not, we're not going to go too hard on them. Um... Other breaking news, I think this is pretty big news. I mean, just over the weekend, in the span of the weekend, Kyrie Irving asked for a trade and then got traded to the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry with you, Orion. What's up? What do what, what, what we think? <laughs> well, to be honest, I'm excited because I'm going to the Lakers and Mavericks game at the end of this month. So I'm Ooh. extremely excited for that. I get to see Kyrie, <laughs> Luca, LeBron, AD, Russ. Unless... So Unless, did you check if they're on a back-to-back? I probably should have, but it's all good. I'm going to still be in Dallas. I'm going to be there. Load management, bud. Hey, hey, if it happens, it happens. I'm not worried about it. But I do, honestly, I was surprised because I didn't think Mark Cuban would want Kyrie Irving. I I honestly didn't think so because I actually I was in the barbershop talking to my barber about it. And I was thinking that um, obviously the Mavs had the picks and they had a few players that had trade value. And I was thinking Jason Kidd probably wants Kyrie, but Mark Cuban doesn't. And I was thinking it would come down to what Luca thought about it. And I, I couldn't come to a decision or conclusion on what, what, Lu- what I thought Luca thought about it. But um, I, uh, obviously those three guys probably came together and were like, well, I think we should do it. We, I think we take the risk. We've been in the Western Conference Finals multiple times. Luka needs more help. So they went ahead and got him. I do hate that they got rid of Dorian Finney-Smith. He was their best defender. They're going to be the worst defensive team in the NBA. They're going to have to score 120 points a game to, to, to win for sure. Um, could they do it with Luka and Kyrie? Yeah, probably. But even still, you have to play defense in the playoffs. Um, so I'm interested to see how how good they will be offensively and defensively. Do you remember what do? 
do my real deal. No, my my curiosity. I mean, uh, the NBA is so star driven, right? We know this, but my curiosity now, in just the wake of the deal being done and Kyrie being in Dallas, is, I mean, with his style of play and Luca's being so similar ball dominant, needing the ball in their hands to make plays. I mean, I, I just don't know how it works or how the Mavericks get out of the second round of the playoffs. I don't expect them to go any further than that. And then after that, now now Mark and, and the Mavs, they've kind of put themselves in this situation where the possibility of, you know, going out after a star in the in the future in the, the next two or three years is going to be tougher because of what your books are going to look like with Kyrie and hopefully if you can keep Luca on that's that's going to cause some problems so i think i read that Kyrie was looking for for like a three year three year deal i think i read it a little while ago um i'm curious to see how how it all plays out especially once we get closer to playoff time but uh, right now where it stands i don't i don't think it it necessarily is going to catapult the mavericks any closer to a championship i it's funny how little they get I, if you think about it, relatively how little they gave up for Kyrie. I mean, the draft picks, it's funny when I read 2029 20, first round draft pick, it's kind of like, dude, you know, your, your GM tenure, you're not even going to last to see that draft pick. Like, I mean, it's crazy to think that's a draft pick from six years from now. Like, Luca's probably going to be not even with the Mavericks, Kyrie going to be retired and be like, Hey, y'all remember that, that first round pick that uh, Dallas acquired Kyrie for? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> but um, I mean, I, I'm like, even I, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I can see why the Mavericks would feel like they need to do it. Um, they made it to the Western conference finals last year. Um, felt maybe they needed finally give Luca like somebody to work with. They tried with Chris stops, but we know that was like, he, he, he ain't the same. He ain't the same. Um, also, I just wonder if Kyrie is actually going to come to work. (laughs) You know what? what, I hear the things on Twitter, the JFK. Now he's going to be all into the JFK assassination. (laughs) Um, I think he'll be fine with being in Dallas, especially if he's with another, you know, Luke is a top five, top 10 player in the NBA. And T mill, I I understand your, your um, reluctancy to see, or to think that like they may not work together, but I think Luca is, damn near close to what LeBron is in in terms of style of play. So I think if Kyrie can play off the ball with LeBron, he can play off the ball with Luca. Especially at the end of the game. Cause like you don't if we're if if I'm picking who I want to have the ball on the Mavericks at the end of the game, I'm picking Luca every time. See, but this just became a an like extremely offensive team now. You you lose you lose a really good defender and we just saw him in a really ex an explosive offense. We saw him with two of the other fucking Top scorers of all time with KD and Harden. We've seen this before, and it's like the optimism is kind of low because of that, but they do become a lot more interesting to watch. I mean, this must-see TV. You, you, you got Luka who could fucking score on a dime and do it in slow motion, and then you got Kyrie with the fucking God handles. I, I don't think they're going to get too far, but they're going to be super entertaining in a seven-game series. I think I remember... Uh... Listening to Gilbert Arenas maybe about a, a year ago, he was talking about, I think it was the Lakers lineup. Um, 
how he was talking about these specific players they had for defense. You know, you have these guys for defense. And to I don't remember exactly what he said, but I remember just him just saying that that's the biggest pretty much bullshit ever. If you got a guy who's on there for defense, he is literally no good on the floor if he cannot score buckets. Because, you know, he was saying him personally, if I got somebody on me that's there for defense and they can't score a bucket, when I'm on defense, that's my rest time. I'm able to rest and not have to do anything. So that way when, I, when we get on offense, I get the ball, I can do my thing. And, you know, it's funny because that comes to me when y'all talk about, man, this team's not going to have any defense. But to counter that, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, for instance, whoever's guarding him, I mean, they're, they're kind of just, they're going to chill in the corner for a little bit, you know, maybe box out when he tries to go for a rebound, but they're chilling in the corner for the most part. Now you got Luka and Kyrie. You can't really chill. And they're going to be too small on the perimeter. They, I mean, they still got Hardaway. Christian Wood. They still got Christian yeah. Wood. Okay, on the perimeter, they're too small. They yeah. they're going to be putting Hardaway and Kyrie out there at the same time. <laughs> they're gonna who who are they going to guard? Who are they uh, guarding? Steph who are they Curry guarding? Play if they play if they play the Pelicans, oh, they're getting bullied. If they play the Grizzlies, they're getting bullied. I'm not saying they'll lose, but they'll get bullied. I honestly, what I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Kyrie to make another quote about like Doncic when he, when he said, "Man, now I have that motherfucker that could hit that shot <laughs> like he did with KD." <laughs> I'm waiting for that quote to happen again after he like joins the team and plays a few games with them and whatnot. Nah, he learned his lesson the first time saying <laughs> dumb shit, man. No way he says anything like that. And then you got LeBron over there in his feelings, probably listening to Take Care and whatnot, tweeting. Bro, Palinka was not me. trying to give up those picks. He was he didn't want to. Listen to Take Care. <laughs> maybe it's me. Is is Palinka smart or is I've been thinking about it too? Is Palinka smart or is he dumb? Because like, if you give up the twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty nine picks for Kyrie. You let you let Russell Westbrook walk this summer. You pay Kyrie if I think they could. I'm not you entirely sure. Russell. You don't pay Russell. That's a big one. Oh yeah, you let Russell walk. He's a he's a un un uh, restricted this summer. But I'm just I'm just trying to think like is Palinka smart to not to not get Kyrie and then keep the Lakers future together and then maybe they can still win with LeBron and AD if they add some somebody else next year or. Is he just is he wasting a year of LeBron? Because they're they're not going to get to the finals this year. Nah, nah, they're not. Um, apparently, the uh, owner of the Nets was open to trading to anybody except the Lakers because he knew Kyrie wanted to go to the Lakers. Petty. I I don't know if that's a. True, confirmed. I might, I might have been ball sacked. Who knows? Um, sometimes you know, just, just skim through Twitter and you, you miss it. I can it. see that though, because 
whenever you're a, a public figure like that and you're you're working for somebody and then you say something that is a, against what that person believes like they're going to feel some type of way about you and not if you want some, something in a certain way they're going to make sure that like you don't get it how you want it that's just that's just life one on one really so yeah I, I would i believe that if you didn't get ball sack i believe it <laughs> one of the best things that came from this too was uh take i was gonna say take care um what is it <laughs> you've been in steven, your field tonight. steven a smith and jay williams this morning on uh not i now i keep thinking what's the name of the show first take <laughs> first take <laughs> see i knew there was take in there i just <laughs> Uh, Stephen A. Smith and Jay Williams this morning. I don't know if y'all saw that or not, or listened to it. That was great. Um, I, I, I. It's funny because I'm like, dude, y'all are on ESPN national television. This is some shit I could see me and Alex doing on here, like just going back and forth. Yeah, you getting personal? Why are you so sensitive? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. None of this sensitive. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they they have some stuff they need to work out backstage. That's for sure. They had so there was too much testosterone going on. Uh, they 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 got some personal. It seemed like oh a hundred percent. I never. I feel like I'm not very good at noticing those kind of things, those subtle things. But today it's it's pretty obvious they got there's some animosity going on back behind the scenes between those two right there. Um, <sighs> Shit, dude. And Jay Will was trying to be respectful about it because, like, he knows he's on Stephen A. Smith's show. Like, he knows that. But at the same time, he was really keeping it real. He was like, bro, you sometimes you just you're just too much on certain guys that, you know, and you know, Jay Will and Kyrie, because that's what the whole thing was about. It's about Kyrie. And Jay, you know, Jay Will and Kyrie are cool. So like Jay Will not gonna go for that. That that's his man. So even at the end, he was like, Man, I, I got some shit to say, but I ain't gonna say it right here. And Stephen A was like, "Nah, come on, say it." Right. So Jay was kind of doing like the right thing, be like, "Nah, we're gonna talk about this later." And then Molly was like, "Oh, okay, okay, uh, this, this is uh, okay. This this is obviously. Are we talking about basketball here, or per, like, is this personal?" Man, they, I already know that ESPN producers and directors was in her he- ear trying to be like, bro, break it that up. Like, stop that. Get this <laughs> off the air. What if your Tim Legler just sitting there, bro? Bro, he was just sitting there. He was like, well, it's awkward. <laughs> that whole situation was funny. Dude, yeah. I, I, I listened to it like on uh, Sirius XM live and I was... I, at first, I was like, okay, they're just, you know, I can't see it. I'm just listening. So I'm like, okay, they're just, you know, shooting the shit. They're just kind of busting each other's balls. And then it kept going. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. This is, this is getting a, this is a little heated right here. Oh. Yeah. But low-key ESPN needs stuff like that because, like, they're really kind of just dry and kind of, they, they trying to be CNN and all that. It's just like, bro, just keep it sports one, two. Mm-hmm. It, it's just getting dry over there, really. I feel that. I feel that. Um, Got to keep the voice, man. <laughs> you know, at, at Sports Radio 610, they keep that shit very moist. We'll, we'll keep it. That's <laughs> moist. We'll get you nice and wet. I, hey. I really... Yo! <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> Pause. 
Um, I re- I really didn't think Stephen A had. I mean, what he was saying about Kyrie was pretty valid. I mean, he started off saying Kyrie's a great talent, and you know he does. He's like, a good human being. He does. Sound like he's making it personal. If, I mean, he said he's a good person and whatnot. He just doesn't show up to work. Can't argue with that. That man don't show up to work, bro. Like, <laughs> it is funny because uh, everybody getting all sensitive on Stephen A. I saw the the Kwame Brown thing when he went on the pivot, talking about yeah, you know who wants who wants to sponsor a guy that was a bust. You know, Stephen A's famous rant, whatever. A bona fide scrub. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then Stephen A responded to it. I'm just like, man, imagine saying something in, what was that, 2002, 2003, and just 20 years later. Your, your, your words mattered that much. This guy cannot get a job. Can I get some extra money in his pocket? Because you just went on this all time rant on him. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can't handle the truth. True. And and Stephen A said that he said, I mean, I, I was just speaking the truth. If I would have known this would cause them this harm this much harm this late, I, obviously I wouldn't have said it, but how was I supposed to know? Um but crazy world we live in in the sports world, guys. So since this is part of the Super Bowl tour. Mm. Let's talk about some Super Bowl. Mm. Some Super Bowl. Okay. Um, so I think we haven't heard. Ryan, you kind of gave us a little snippet last time. T Mill. Yep. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, whether it's coin toss, Gatorade color, um, the winner. I mean, I saw on Twitter they released the script for this game. Already, so thirty-seven, thirty-four Eagles. So if y'all if y'all want to take that to heart, then I'm saying a big uh, no no to that one. No, I I think I think honestly, I think this Super Bowl is. I don't think it's going to be close at all, and I know a lot of people think that that it is, and I know it's a uh, coming in with a hot take here. Judging by your eyes widening, can only. But uh, no, I, I think the Chiefs are about to. About to show everybody that that this is their Super Bowl and that, yeah, the Eagles, yeah, you had a nice season. Jalen Hurts, great story. Your defense did some good things, Philly. But it's I think I think it's gonna get ugly. I think I think the Chiefs end up winning the Super Bowl by maybe like seventeen plus points. Yeah. Okay. I, that's how it goes down. Uh, okay. And uh May I ask why? <laughs> because I think Patrick Mahomes is about to remind everybody that he is, without a doubt, the number one quarterback in the NFL. He is the number one quarterback in a world where quarterback is the most important position in all of professional sports. And I don't think it's close. I think we, I think the media has tried really hard to act like the gap between Mahomes and everyone else is super narrow and and it's so close. You know, look at what Jalen Hurts did this year. And oh, Joey Burrow, he's coming on. I'm not trying to throw shade at those guys. They, those two in particular, yeah, they had great years. And I, I'm a big Joey Burrow guy. But that being said, this is Mahomes' show. He's in his prime. And he's he's craving that second Super Bowl. And he just saw the GOAT Tom Brady retire. With, with with his plethora of Super Bowl rings, he knows what he needs to do if he wants to be in the conversation. And I think it starts with getting number two, and I think he gets it done 
with uh, in a convincing fashion uh, on Sunday. So that's it. And Mahomes is just going to shred through that defensive line. No, no, that's that, not that it. Secondary. I mean, 17-point victory. Like Mahomes is reason number one. But I think overall, whenever you have, in the NFL, when you have the quarterback and then you pair that with a top tier, whoever's in that top tier in the NFL of head coaches, which Andy Reid is there, I think when you make those pair, when you put those two together on any team, a top tier quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, who I'm saying is just the top quarterback, then you pair that with an Andy Reid and give Andy Reid two weeks to prepare for a great team in Philly. I'm really not trying to hate on Philly. They've had a great season. They have a great team. I think overall their talent is probably better than the Chiefs top to bottom, but where the talent matters most to me is with that quarterback and then the head coach. And when you give Andy Reid two weeks to work with Mahomes and do what they do, I just don't think it ends ends well for the Eagles. So what about in um, 2021 when Andy Reid had two weeks against Tampa Bay? The GOAT. And they got blown out. Do you want me to answer, Tyler? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Mahomes didn't have an offensive line, buddy. That's true. The way this defensive, this Eagles defensive line be coming at you, you think he's gonna is gonna be like he doesn't have an offensive line. At least he'll have his starters. He was playing with third stringers in that game. That Super Bowl don't even count to me. What are we talking uh, about? Don't even. What are we count. talking about, bro? Obviously, the Bucks was gonna win. The entire Chiefs roster's hurt. Duh. <laughs> And so, what about this uh, young secondary of the Chiefs? You know, you, they're not going to be suspect. They're not going to just give up the game. Let oh, Jalen Hurts do his thing. Reed, is that who you're talking about? Who? Jay Reed. Is he, is he finally healed up? I thought he was hurt. I don't even remember him playing last game. Did he play in the, in the, in the AFC Championship? I don't know. If, I don't know for sure. I, I highly doubt it. Justin Reed, whenever you mentioned uh, Chiefs secondary, because I think it's... I mainly was thinking about how funny it was that he was uh, talking trash in the locker room. He's a terrible trash talker. Anyway, I didn't mean to sidetrack you, my bad. So, what, I mean, what about the other players on the team? You know, you think... Travis Kelsey, he's going to eat. I mean, I understand the Chiefs eating, all right? that That's... that's Chiefs eating, I, I, I get that. I get that. But what about the Eagles eating? Because other than Chris Jones and Frank Clark, I don't know what this defense on the Chiefs side, what they got. They got enough. Enough? Whenever, when Mahomes is your quarterback on the other side, they have enough. They have enough. What yes. does that mean? Does Man's that mean... I'm not arguing with you that there aren't... a big flashy names all over the the Chiefs defense there isn't you're right but they have enough to deal with I'm really not trying to hit on Jalen Hurts I like Jalen Hurts he's from Channel View really like him but they have enough to go after what Sirianni and the Eagles are going to be doing I mean the the Eagles got really good this year at doing what they do on offense but it's known now and and I don't think Sirianni is going to pull an Andy Reid and coming to the Super Bowl with a different game plan than what's worked for their offense all year. And that is open up things with the run with Jalen Hurts, 
whether you bootleg him out, use use Jalen Hurts' feet, and and try to move the ball downfield best you can. Jalen Hurts' first threat is always going to be with his feet. He's shown better things this year as a as a passer. I'm not arguing against that, but he's still going to threaten first with his feet. So I, I just expect Andy Reid and the Chiefs to more often than not stack that box against any kind of run game, whether it's Hurts or one of the RBs, and then say to Jalen, okay, we shut that down. What can you do with your arm? And I don't think it's going to be a lot. I'm not, I'm still in. With, with, I, with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown on, on the no, I, I like them. I, I like AJ Brown a lot. Against I'm just, rookies, I'm still not. I'm not a big believer in Jalen Hurts. And that's why I, I have the same thought process as T. Mill because I remember last last week I said if the Chiefs start fast, if the Chiefs jump on them early, it's gonna be. I, we haven't seen the Eagles play from behind at all this year. I haven't seen Jalen Hurts have to sling the rock fifty times in a game. All year. If that is something that he has to do, which could happen, I'm thinking the Eagles don't have as much experience as the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is the second for Super Bowl. We already know what he's about. He's going to come out and be ready. I don't know how Jalen Hurts is going to be. I don't know how the Eagles players are going to be. I know how the Chiefs are going to be, though. And if they come out strong, start early, put some points on them, I don't know. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles can only, like, I will sit right here and tell you, in my opinion, at least this past season, they were the best in the National Football League as far as getting the lead and then sitting the hell down on that lead and waiting till that clock hit zeros. And, and there's an art to that. I'm not. I'm really not hating on that. That is. If you have a team that is capable of doing that, we're going to get a lead and then we're just going to choke you out and and we're going to ride this thing out to the victory. That's not a bad thing. But when it comes to the biggest stage, which is the Super Bowl, and you're going up against the best quarterback, which is Patrick Mahomes, and everything that entail that entails, I don't think that the, the Eagles are going to be in a position where they can come out Super Bowl Sunday, jump out to some quick lead whenever you're talking about an Andy Reid-prepared team, and then just sit on it. I don't think they're going to be able to do what they do best. All right. <clears throat> now, what about this? Because uh, I keep hearing about this Eagles D-line. Magnificent Eagles D-line. Um, do you think Mahomes is just, he's going to, no matter what they throw, he's going to overcome it. That's how great he is. Is that, I'm assuming that's what we're saying. Combination between that and, and Andy Reid having him as prepared as he possibly could be to handle anything that the, that the Eagles bring. Yeah, I am. And, that's what I'm saying. and are we assuming Mahomes, the ankles a hundred going to be damn near a hundred percent? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but but I I'll say I I don't think he looked like he was moving around just horrendously last last game, and he's gonna have another two weeks working with the training staff in Kansas City to to make that even better. So I, I'm not I'm not too worried about about the ankle. He'll be taped up, drugged up, and ready um, to go. At least eighty five percent. He was at least seventy percent against the Bengals. And a 70% Mahomes is still better than Jalen Hurts. Mm. Mm. Damn. Y'all really That's smacking around this man, Jalen Hurts. I, I, I'm on the same wave as T-Mill. I like Jalen Hurts. Actually, I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts' presence in, in news conferences and press conferences, all that. He says all the right things. He's, he's a charismatic guy. I love Jalen Hurts. But I still understand what he is on the field. 
his legs is what is is crazy. It's like, dang, he can, you know, he can evade, he can move, he he can move players with his eyes too. But like, bro, when it comes to if I have to watch Jalen Hurts throw the ball over and over again, I, I actually I saw on TikTok. I love TikTok. I saw on TikTok Nick Saban was talking, and he was like. Uh, he was talking about Jalen's development and where he should go to school whenever uh, Jalen was deciding to transfer to either Oklahoma or um, somewhere else. I forgot. And he ended up going to Oklahoma. Nick Saban was like, you need to go somewhere where you can become an improved passer because that's the part of your game and learn how to read defenses because that's the part of your game where you need to develop. And in my eyes, it's still there. Like, is he a is he an improved passer? Yes. Did he pass well this year? Yes. But I still don't see him just being able to sling the rock everywhere, which is what I think he's going to have to do playing against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So you're saying <clears throat> Mahomes is the better quarterback, but Jalen Hurts is the better player, the better football player, but he just happens to play the quarterback position. You lost me. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, is that uh, Dan Orlovsky shit when he, when he was talking about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow? Like, Joe Burrow is a better quarterback, but Patrick Mahomes is a better player that happens to be playing the quarterback position or some bullshit like that. That's what I got. That's what all I got from it. All he had to it. say was Patrick Mahomes is a better athlete. That's all he had to say. Yeah, essentially. Um, but I think he couldn't say that because then that would be a little, um, a little, you know, you know. You know. We're not cutting on no sports center, no first take. We're not cutting none of that on. Look, I don't know, man. I was really dead set on Eagles winning this thing by Millie. <laughs> um, and then you two get on here talking about Chiefs, Mahomes. Done, done. No, now I'm just like, damn, dude, because I hate the Chiefs, bro. I don't want the Chiefs to win. I don't. Um, and it kind of sucks. I hate that. Uh, I feel like part of this is because of the Eagles not really getting tested in the playoffs. I feel like that's a huge. They haven't played anybody. Not that they haven't played anybody, but. Does somebody they did play just happen to have the worst luck ever? <laughs> um, I think uh, whatever. Fuck, I can't remember the the defensive lineman that knocked out uh, Brock Purdy. Hey, maybe if they do that same shit, State Farm uh, Stadium. If that happens, no. I'm turning the game off. Hey, I don't know, man. Chad Chad Henney be coming in and just none changes. It just stills. Down the field, touchdown. Bro, I saw people betting on the backup quarterbacks to be Super Bowl MVPs. I was like, what are we doing? What, what does it have to be, like plot plus five million or some like, shit? Like, bro, I, I couldn't tell you the odds. I just saw it, and I was like, what are we doing? Jeez, jeez. Uh, I don't know if you're taking a look at it, T-Mill. You got some bets, Super Bowl bets going? Man, I uh, what I have so far, um, I'll end up probably putting putting at least a little bit down on a few props just because they're fun. 
But um, the only bet I've placed so far is I did put a pretty hefty amount on the Chiefs plus two when when it opened up. I think it's down to one and a half now. But I got I got the Chiefs plus two, um, and expect to make some good money off that one. What about uh, what do we think is Rihanna's first song going to be? <laughs> oh, I am pumped about that halftime show. I mean, let me pull it up real quick. All right, you know, we got Don't Stop the Music plus 300. What's My Name plus 300. So those are the two favorites. Mm-hmm. Lift Me Up plus 500. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't even know why it's plus 500. Cause... It's got, I feel like it's got to be Don't Stop the Music because you, you always start your show with a bang, with some high energy. You know, you don't want to... I feel like that's got to be it. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could imagine just... The Super Bowl, what what Super Bowl are we on? Fifty something, fifty-seven. I think it's fifty-seven. Some, some. Uh, Super Bowl fifty-seven halftime show. Rihanna, please don't stop the music. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that. It's gonna what be Desperado. It has to be Desperado. Desperado. That's not even on here. Exactly, bro. It has. It has oh, like. The intro that's like perfect, like her walking in. Come on, bro, you gotta you gotta think about the cinematics and like you could just elongate that. It's gonna be that. Put that is true. The intro to that song is good. Uh huh. And then it has the hard drop to it. It's gonna be Desperado. Remember this. So, so the thing is, how did I wonder? I wonder how does this work because you know sometimes sometimes these artists start partially with like an intro to one mm-hmm. song and then yeah. go to the real first song that they're actually going to perform so like if you were to bet on it what 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 i mean what which one counts is it the intro of the of the yeah i think it's whichever one you hear a note for first uh, let's I see love we, music, man. i'm looking forward to this but i'm more so looking forward to whatever she's looking like if you know what i mean Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Play with play. That's right. Let him know. This man, T Mill, no shame in his game. Just play like when play. he, just like when he's on uh, Taylor, t- <laughs> Taylor, what's her name? Um. Oh, fuck. why am my, I forgetting everybody's name? Your, your boo, your number one boo. My girl. Joy, yeah, shout Joy out to Joy Taylor. You. There we go, Joy Taylor. I knew Taylor. God, dude, this has been a long day for me. Joy Taylor, his number one boo. Oh, I still yeah. remember. Still remember your wife, bro. She cracking me up. She be cracking me up, bro. She knows. I don't hide. I don't hide my feelings for Joy. I love you, Joy. <laughs> so bad. For mm. You know what I mean. <laughs> Y'all know. Oh, hey, yo. Seriously, I've had a crush on Rihanna for so long. I'm, I'm just excited to see her on that stage. Go read with Camille like some melanin. Okay. (laughs) Always, bro. Always. He's a man of the people, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Join Rihanna, man. They will. They're the things dreams are made of right there. Man, man, let's see. You got you also got Umbrella, yeah. We found, we found love, 
Where Have You Been, Diamonds. It's a real popular one she did with M. Uh, Love the way you lie. Think you think maybe M makes an appearance? He made one last year. Yeah, you get the same year. guy too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's different. Yeah. You think Jay Z? But you know what? Yeah, Jay Z might. We gonna run this town tonight. Hey, hey if Kanye hey. comes through, I, I'd be, oh. I'd go crazy. No, go he's crazy. not coming out. He is not coming out, bro. Kanye <laughs> come out. I'm going stupid. <laughs> <laughs> bro all right so on um, i don't know if you've seen the new netflix movie you people with jonah hill and uh eddie murphy great movie i've, I've noticed i noticed at the end you know the main song is um people in paris let me go let me go that route <laughs> people in paris <laughs> ain't you dominican yeah, i'm on i'm on the podcast bro I, 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 <laughs> there, there's boundaries i set when when you know my voice goes out out to the millions of people out there in the public um so people in paris that song <laughs> that's the main song but i realized at the end once they stopped playing it at the end like towards the credits i was like is it is it a coincidence jonah hill plays like a jew and they do not put any of kanye's parts in that song at all they only put jay z and that's it. The part of Jay Z did, and that's probably it. Not, probably not a coincidence. Probably, well, probably purposeful. He is Jewish, so maybe Jonah's like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe if they would have waited like a year or so, but I'm like, right now, yeah, they couldn't have played. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows Kanye's on the song, but I mean, right. as long as you don't play his parts. It's just something I thought about, but uh, I think there's there's a lot of avenues here for Rihanna. I mean, we we you can go Jay Z. I think that would be fire. You get Drake. I think you could get Drake on here, right? Because you got work, 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 work. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, who How else does she? Kendrick. Kendrick could come out. Too. I mean, I know he was out there last year, but for loyalty, he could come out. Hmm. <clears throat> Who else? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I would like Jay Z and Drake. I think uh, that's that's where I would. You, that's all you really need, honestly. Just Jay Z yeah. and Drake, the guest on there. Fire, dude. That would go and, crazy. Hey. Actually, scratch that. Jay Z's not coming out because it's an Apple Music sponsored uh, halftime show. Uh, but that makes it even stronger. Maybe Drake's gonna come out on this. You know, what I mean, how do you not have the the world's like biggest artist on there? Um, I'm just glad there's a trend of good halftime shows now going. I, I was looking at, I was going through a YouTube rabbit hole of like previous years and stuff. God, dude. It, I mean, Bruce Springsteen. Then we have <laughs> Katy Perry. Oh, God. She was good. Hey, hold on. He wasn't from yeah. California. The bro. Sharks were fucking legendary, bro. Oh, oh, my God. Y'all stop, dude. Y'all yeah. stop. Springsteen <laughs> all that. You can't be hating on that Katy Perry performance, bro. Yeah, dude. You're bugging, um, bro. On, bro. Dude. As well. Second of the all, weekend was not that good. The weekend was not that good. Katy Perry's was way better than the weekends. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I don't think I could disagree with that. So, I mean, but, it, but I'm with you on like the Springsteen stuff, like him. And like, th- I think one year was like the who, like, let's let these guys ride off into their retirement home and just, and just be done with them. They're like, that's when, when they're like, oh yeah, what, what are these, uh, 50 year old, you know, white male is gonna, gonna like, uh, let's get, uh, the who. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Even even kind of Maroon Five, I was like, nah, Maroon Five Maroon 5. Was good. I like I like Maroon Five, but I'm like, bro. I mean, look, you got to understand too. I'm going now. The standard is set for me. Last year, that shit was the best with Dre, Eminem, Kendrick, Mary J. Blige, all of them. Wrong. Fifty Cent, like that. The standard was set. I mean, if yeah. you would ask me a couple years back, I would probably be like, yeah, Katy Perry won't that bad. Maroon 5 won't that bad. But now, when they set the standard that high, it's like, all oh, that was trash, dude. Yeah. Um, the only memorable ones, I mean, I did kind of like Lady Gaga. It's not going to lie, bro. <laughs> that shit kind of popped off. That shit kind of popped off a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> fire. Bruno Mars had a good one, though. Oh, yes, Bruno Mars. The that one that tripped Really good. The one that the one that tripped me out though that I didn't even realize the one that Beyonce did Beyonce and it was Bruno Mars as well. Mm-hmm. I had totally forgot who the original artist was for that halftime show. Coldplay. Coldplay. I was like, I was watching that shit like, what? How does this <laughs> even make sense? <laughs> like you go dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 and then you got get information. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, what the what what? What? <laughs> they were just all over the place, man. I mean, but now, you know who was all over the place? Shakira and J Lo. Shakira, Shakira. Oh baby, when you talk like that. Yeah, they were fire. I know all the you know their performance was fire when all the the Karens were complaining about. Oh my god! Oh my, my god! Son, much ass for one stage. Oh my god! Now my son keeps talking about big booty Latinas, big butts. Oh my goodness! Hey, your son is not educated. He in the real world. He he knows what's right. <laughs> oh man, um, Rihanna. I think Drake. I think Drake makes it. Makes an appearance. Yeah, you know what? You, I, I think so too. Yeah. Gotcha. Especially, App, especially Apple Music, but I feel like there might be another rando. And not totally random, but just somebody we just don't think of. Popular, but we just don't think of them. Mm. They're not too affiliated. They always got to bring in one person that's not like that affiliated with well, Yeah. People. You think ASAP's coming on? He has to, right? He kind of has to. Do, do Rihanna and ASAP have a song that's like, no, nah, but you could, I mean, this baby daddy, bro, he's going to come on. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Well, I guess <laughs> he could just perform one of his songs. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe ASAP and Drake can come out and they do problems. No, uh, that's too many curse words, though, for, for a, a family program. Yeah, maybe so. I'm trying up. to think. I'm trying to think of who who who's heavily Apple Music related. Like who who's, you know, on on that Apple Music coattail pretty hard that they would be like, hey, I know you don't have any songs with Rihanna or anything, but come perform in this halftime show. 
Do you think mm. DJ Khaled comes on? DJ, oh my god! Hey, hey, wild, wild thoughts, bro. Oh yeah, get Bryson Tiller on there, bro. Hey, yo, T, oh, bro, that might be it. That might be the one. That might be the the kind of surprise one, I guess you could say. They could do wild thoughts. I didn't even think about that. Okay, I don't know if y'all remember this. I actually watched also the Justin Timberlake from uh, the last Eagles Super Bowl halftime show. Atrocious, okay. absolutely atrocious. How are you gonna hate on JT? No, I love JT. I love JT, and that's why I had such high hopes for that halftime show. I rewatched it recently, and I was like, dude, he barely even sings on it. The, the I mean, it wasn't I, it was, the time he gave us Janet's titty. That's for sure. Yes, my first. He gave me my first booby as I'll a child. Mm-hmm. I said, not, not "What just is that?" Pierced booby. I remember seeing it, and I was like, "Whoa!" And Ooh. then I remember watching the evening news, and they talked about it, but they blurred it out. And I was like, "Why did they blur it out? It wasn't blurred out on the on the on the Super Bowl." Have you naked by the end of this song, Titty? Mm. Mm. Good times. Thank you, Timberlake. Thank you, sir. Wardrobe <laughs> malfunction Hall of Fame. <laughs> Somebody um, needs to send T Mill to Horny Jail. <laughs> uh been arrested uh, in that, that establishment before, sir. This man here, bro. This this man here is a repeat offender. <laughs> oh southern, Lord. Southern blood flow is strong with me. Man needs to do time for real. Don't go to the gym, T Mill. <laughs> <laughs> those will get me going too man that is gonna that is gonna be like one of our first episodes where he's like hold on be right back but not mute his his mic when he goes to the restroom <laughs> i'd swore i muted it y'all heard the stream it was strong oh man healthy flow so I guess everybody got Chiefs. Alejandro, it sounds like you even have the Chiefs. Dude, they got I, Travis Kelsey, bro. I told you that. <laughs> oh, my God. He won me a championship this year. You think I'm not going to go for him? Dude, you had other people on your team. No, but I got clowned on for getting Travis Kelsey first round. But whenever their fucking tight ends were putting up two points, bro, I was 15, 20s. Got the lucky 30, won me a game by two points. I'm riding with him, bro. All right. Uh, what do you think, Travis Kelsey, first-round draft pick? I don't think it's that bad. He's a wide receiver, <clears throat> pretty much. Wide receiver I was 10, one. by the way. I was 10. Oh, oh yeah. So you had no, a back-to-back. No, that's, that's his ADP. Uh-huh. I, I think getting him at 10 is perfect. And then you get another pick. Shit. Yeah. It was a that's 10-man what- league? Oh, yeah, I, I definitely would have took I would have got him in a running back. Mm. That's what I did. Still upset. Still upset. I had four top 15 running backs and still lost in the first round of playoffs. But it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. You know what I mean? Unlucky. Mm-hmm. I think it just crumbles like that for you. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going I'm with the, the Eagles. By a lot, because 
I'm tired of the Chiefs. <laughs> like, so, so the Eagles you, are the that's gonna happen, or you just you're trying to will it into into existence. Look, I really thought as soon as the matchup was made, I was like, dude, the Eagles are blowing the brakes off the Chiefs. Like, it's not even close. And now all these doubts, doubts, aka you three, are in my head. And you know, this is where I miss Alex because you know, Eagles somehow an Eagles fan. I don't know. I, I don't oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot. So Alex is this is a big this is a big uh, Sunday for for Alex. I guess sometimes he acts like he's a big Eagles fan. Sometimes he's like, uh, I'm like barely an Eagles fan. I don't know. Just depends on which week you talk to him. No, nah, he's always an Eagles fan. I'll defend him. He's always an Eagles fan. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You just you, think because yeah. somebody's not from the city, they can't be a fandom of their teams, which makes no sense. I never said that, but... No, you, you do. That, that, Dude, you're on two different coasts, bro. That's what don't make sense. For different sports. It doesn't matter. Your logic would be like befuddling for the NFL for doing like all the England and Germany games. Of like, how the fuck are they going to be fans? They're not from over there. <laughs> Literally, the whole thing of fandom is following a team for whatever reason and sticking with them, not jumping around just because one player moves around. I don't know who you're referring to. That's not me. What? Oh, I'm ride or die for Miami Heat. Oh, ride or die for Cleveland. <laughs> oh, West Coast it is. West hey, that side. Boy, West side. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Man, that sounds personal. This sounds personal, bro. Like, are you, are you, why are you being so sensitive? Because hey, I find Alan. it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear what you find interesting. I want to know how you feel. <laughs> Just tell me how you feel. Just say what you want. Say what you want to say. <laughs> Oh man. All right, fellas. All right. I think it's time to to wrap this up. We got three Chiefs. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm gonna go with the script that was uh released on Twitter because that that's what I'm really trying to figure out. The script. I feel like every game throughout the playoffs, I could figure I could feel what the script, what they're writing, the NFL writers are writing. All right, Arian Foster. What's the I name of the stadium? State Farm Stadium. But I just feel I just feel like there might be a script in which yes, Mahomes is great, but he still only has one Super Bowl. I can see it. I can see that script. Played in two of them. I think you're reading Aaron Rodgers' script. This this is Patrick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you picked up the wrong script, bro. Oh man. Well, Thank you guys for coming on. It's always it's always great. It's always a good time. Uh, two fans, you know where to find us at Sliced Apples Pod on Twitter, at Sliced Apples Podcast everywhere else. I think, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>